And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Did you miss you just, us? You just make it sound like make <laughs> it you make it sound like you're delivered a pizza. <laughs> like, That's right. It's like, we I know we were just here. <laughs> Two now, years or less, so your money back. Yeah, exactly. No, it's been a it's been a hot minute. Um I did want to say uh, right off the top a quick thank you to those of you who have written into us and, and basically said, what is happening? Where? What was the one that was like, que pasa? <laughs> well, no, somebody somebody wrote and, and said that there was a certain type of episode that we'll actually talk about tonight uh, that they thought that we should do. And, mm. then, uh, and then we just this past week or a week before got a really lovely note. Uh, from a girl who I think was in LA and, and just went to go see a show and was trying to remember how she got turned on to this produce rat boys actually. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I was Yo, trying- that, that was a song that you picked. It, wasn't it? it was. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to just chalk that up as a win. But anyway, she, uh, she, she sent us a very, very sweet note and, uh, and said that she was trying to remember how she got turned on to that. And she basically sent a nice little, kind sort of love letter to the show and so anyway um thank you us. thank you so yeah. much yeah well and we've been talking about trying to get back together for a while um you'll notice that shane is not here this evening or at least he's very quiet which would be uh uncharacteristic Fair. counterintuitive yeah. that he might be injured in that circumstance but he's back in the studio so he's, he's recording making the musics yes he's making uh at least two of the musics and uh and and in the meantime uh, Mark and Ryan and I, this is Kevin, uh, decided that, that it had been long enough and we were inspired to try and get back together and, and talk shop. Hey, can I just posit one question real quick? Sure. It's been on my mind. Do you think this is like, um, for germaphobes, the last year and a half has been like, I told you, or has it been like, you think like a total nightmare or like As finally ger- they don't have to shake anybody's hand and yeah. it's not weird. I mean, so all of that. What yeah. do you think, Mark? Like, well, I as ha- a germaphobe, I can tell you, yeah, pretty much all of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and it's then it's all rolled into one. Yeah, and then there are just the people who like who never wanted to go out anywhere and like never wanted to be in, like or just happier homebodies, mm-hmm. you know. And all those people are like they're just writing articles and have been that say, you know, I don't. This is great. <laughs> World's finally <laughs> like, caught right. up to me. Right. Well, we're not here to talk about germs. No, we're fellas. not. We're here to um, talk maybe, about music. Maybe the germs. So why don't we? That uh, wouldn't fit the format. It would not fit the format. But anyway, uh, in lieu of Shane, uh, I'm Kevin. I'm Ryan. I'm Mark. This is somebody likes it. Before we jump into the, the episode, um, I did want to share uh, some notable rock and roll deaths. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if your favorite segment of this show was uh, uh, Celebrity Death Watch, well, we always, here we go. There always used to be something that that uh, that triggered at least an interesting conversation. We're not going to do a whole sidebar on Norm MacDonald, and if we had been recording the show a lot, you and I alone could probably do an it's hour true. just on norm mcdonald but um but if you look up this is really fascinating to me so if you look up like the list of folks who who passed in 20 and 21 associated with rock and roll acts you know uh wikipedia is very uh dry about all of this and it tells you not only the date and their age and what the act was that they're associated with 
but also the cause of death. And sometimes it gets into, we're not going to do all of that, yeah. but it's like the one, like the ones that always, that get me is like, you know, there, here's somebody who died of possible natural causes. <laughs> what the hell like, is that? I know exactly. <laughs> and then I, and then I looked and I saw that this, this lady was like 95 and I was like, it's probable, probable natural, natural <laughs> causes. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, Bismarcky. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Recipes. The, uh, the honey pipes of Bismarcky. Yeah. Kenny Rogers. Yes. So you know he doesn't have to hold them anymore. Of Kenny Roasters fame. Of uh, sure, exactly. Among um, others, but yeah. Uh, John Prine, who uh, who obviously he like, got the COVID. Yeah, he did get the COVID, and um, we play a lot of uh, John Prine around the house these days. But anyway, um, yeah, and then of course. Um, Adam Schlesinger from Fountains of Wayne. Also the COVID. Yeah, he did catch the the COVID. He was so. like fifty two or something. Yeah, no, he was not. As um, what was it? Chris Rock used to say that's like, you know, insert that age is only old if you die at that age. Like he's like fifty two is only old if you die at fifty two. Uh, well, he is yeah towards the, I don't know, but um, anyway. Yeah, the point yeah, point being is uh rest in peace for those guys. Um obviously lots of Charlie Daniels. Oh yeah. yeah. Now he's now he can have the rest of that conversation with, with yeah, the devil. With the devil. Yeah. Do you think that's where he ended up? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, hard for me to say. Either that it, or Georgia. Yeah, right. <laughs> Georgia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so so uh all of all of that shenanigans aside, it's fun to see you guys again. In the spirit of the show, and given the fact that we haven't recorded in a while, I thought it might make the most sense for us to do a pandemic mixtape show. Oh, good idea! Yeah, and uh, and so and and my friend Mike was asking me uh, what we were going to record on, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's pandemic mixtape." Which pandemic mixtape would would be a terrific punk band? Yeah. Indie Maybe. rock, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. Anyway. Oh, I didn't tell you. Uh, I was going to start up my um, surf punk band, uh, The Variants. But every now and then we'll go out and play uh, blues shows as the Delta Variants. Oh, yeah. That's good. Well, that's one of those deals where, like, every time you get somebody new, you could just slightly change the name. Yeah. You could do the, the Moo Variant, like, six months from now. Moo Variants? Yeah. The, sure. The New Variants. Yeah. Either way. UK. How about yeah, <laughs> the parents UK? <laughs> that is where they start. Um, anyway, uh, so so we're gonna we're gonna go through some songs that the, the really the only rule here was these songs had to have come out in either 2020 or 2021. Um, we have uh, at least floated by a couple of the our our offerings. From, or the ones that we're going to pick with with each other ahead of time just to make sure that we didn't have duplicates. But other than that, like I've never heard any of the tracks that you guys are going to play, and I'm excited to share some of the stuff that I never stopped listening. I don't know about you guys, but I never stopped listening to music. And if anything, well, one, one very short sidebar, which is to say that I took my, my kids to the movies like last week for mm -hmm. the first time in a long time. And I've done, I was telling somebody this day, like, I've done a pretty good job of just, like, pretty much forgetting what it was like to go out and do normal stuff for yeah. a long time, because things have been so fundamentally different for a while. And then we were sitting, and it was a big, you know, it was whatever, it's the Ten Rings Marvel thing. Mm. And so it's a big popcorn movie. And, and I was sitting in there, and I was like, oh, 
holy shit, I, re- I really enjoy going to the movies. I haven't done this in a long time. And I feel like there are those common threads. Like, I haven't gotten to the place where I really missed going to live shows, but I think the first really good live show that I see, the next, you know, the next one, mm-hmm. will, will probably feel pretty similar to that. I've been to exactly one. Uh, and two of my friends were in the band so but uh i had a good time uh and i missed it yeah okay so the rules rules for tonight are uh or whenever you're listening to this podcast are that uh that again these tracks have to come out in 2020 or 2021 and uh and other than that uh surprises so we're gonna we're gonna start things off with ryan uh ryan take it away uh, so this is a song that the the record came out in February of last year, so of 2020, and uh, this particular artist has been receiving a lot of uh, acclaim and attention. Um, and but the song is actually about how that didn't happen for a very long time. This is going to be a little bit embarrassing for me for for a couple different reasons, and I'll get into that. Uh, a uh, first time I heard it all the way through, it made me cry, uh, and B I realized that was because I was off my meds. Uh, so <laughs> it, was, it was at the end of the it was like the last day when we finally got our power back on during that great ice storm or whatever oh yeah uh, last february whatever it was and uh if i was sleeping in my car for like four nights and stressed out and all that power and yeah yeah but it's also just a really pretty song uh so anyway it's by an artist called uh hayley witters and uh it's country tune uh the song is called 10 year town Yeah, Haley Winters, Ten Year Town, uh, fellas. What'd you think? I mean, I could definitely see how that song and uh, missing your medication could cause <laughs> it was and being frozen in your car. Yeah. It was a stressful week. And yeah, it turns it out was. like I had two different medications that looked almost identical, and I was just taking the wrong one. Oh yeah, it was a beautiful uh, song though, and, it is. and like really striking lyrics. And well, and I just like, know that story really well. Yeah. Like personally yeah, definitely you know? uh, we've all been there yeah like you know what i mean it's like there's a lot of for those of you who are not in austin um there's a lot of talk here about the idea of the velvet glove yeah like the the velvet rut uh they yeah would call it like how you know it's so great in austin you don't really have all that much ambition to do much else right yeah mm-hmm. so it's i don't a, know that if that's the case as much anymore but no some. and i do th- yeah there's we could that's a whole separate thing that Correct. we could we could sidebar on but um but yeah this this town has the you know in fact like one of the things that we didn't talk about at our our super extended start of the show we had, was, we had time to make up we do yeah <laughs> was that um was that Willie Nelson is uh, looks like he's gonna open 
uh, an old like the Austin Opry House or something. And oh. so anyway, there's a, there, like it's to a certain degree has been already approved by the city. Like, uh, and yeah, uh, there's some not approve things for Willie Nelson. Right. No, nobody <laughs> wants to be on there. <laughs> he literally has a statue and he's still alive. I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, yeah, to the, to that end, I think a lot of us have felt like, yeah, you know, you like things have taken longer than we wish that they would. Well, right. And, uh, you know, she's talking about waiting tables and all that stuff. And the song specifically is about how like Nashville, there's like, I guess, kind of an axiom there that like, if you haven't made it by year 10, you probably ought to head back home. Right. Um, uh, but that's, that's right around when start things started happening for her. Yeah. So she'd have her backpack, the car running, and she's from Iowa. Actually, oh. um, she had visited Nashville when she was fifteen. Her mom had taken her to see the Grand Old Opry, and then you know, like uh, fourteen, fifteen years later, she was playing it. By the way, we've talked about this before, but I have been to both the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the Country Music Hall of Fame, and the Country. Now, bear in mind, these museums change over time, but the Country Music Hall of Fame, in my experience kicked the rock and roll hall of fame's ass and it was not close yeah, your experience may vary like your experience may vary but it was I, I was really uh i was really blown away by by the country music hall of fame well there's there's plenty of great subs you know country music of substance and i would say that song is also in, in that canon sure um, um, my but there's a line. lot of crap country too but you know and that's what maybe a lot of people think of these days when you know bro country or whatever the hell but like there's still some good shit out there I was going to say my favorite line from that was, uh, I didn't come this far to get this far. <clears throat> to only get this far. Yeah. yeah. No, it was great. So when you, when you, did you figure out when you were crying that it was that, did you know right away that it was the wrong medication? Did you like, no, I figured like, it out a couple days later. Cause, <laughs> um, Cause like I listened to the song again and I cried again. I was a hell. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes are broken. Yeah, I mean, it does. There's, you know, some emotion in that song, and it certainly, you know, speaks to me personally. But like, still, I, I don't usually weep at my music. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's a great start. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Good. Okay. Uh, all right. Am I next? Sure. You go next. Or do you want to go next? No, you okay. go next. Okay. Um, so we're gonna listen to a track by um, an artist that goes by Christian. 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 It's her name. I don't know. There's also a German art dealer named that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty same, sure it's not the same, same person. person. That's, yeah. that's true. And if you if you look it up, both come up. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk about the one who does the musics. <laughs> this, yeah, this, this is a track called Better on Your Own. Yeah, so uh, Christian 
or actual name Christian Olfsen. All uh, right. So not an art dealer. Not a German art dealer. I mean, as far as I know. Like, maybe she sold a painting or two. You know, she's got that option, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, so that was a song about being in a town for two years longer than you should <laughs> yeah, be That's the theme of the, the mixtape. Yeah, it's, it's very specific. Uh, no, uh, it's, a, it's a song about young love. And it's funny, too, because... I don't know what I was reading the other day. I came across something where it was like some commentary by people who were clearly in their twenties. And there was a lot of like some sentiment. I've just, I've seen this bubble and you see it on TV, like serialized TV too, where it's like, especially if there's like a love interest thing mm-hmm. where there's this idea of the, uh, this, I think this is the, this is the fulcrum between being young and not being young anymore. It's like young people are like, am, am I bothering you? Like with my love, and old people are just like, "Look, this is what it is. This is, this is what it. I have to yeah. offer. Yeah, take it or leave it." Um, no, song song kind of kicks ass. I don't yeah. know if that's the correct term to describe it, but uh, it's good. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. And the the other thing about this is this this so she is one of these artists who has been discovered in part through curated uh, Spotify lists that have taken off, hmm. nice. and so. So anyway, there's a lot of discovery that's happening that way, and that's that's how I I didn't find it through another, somebody else's list. I just was digging around for certain types of music. That is a very Kevin Newsom song. It is though. a very it is, Kevin yeah, Newsom song. Yeah, it fits your profile well. It does. Yes, good, um, good. Yeah, I don't me. know. I don't know. You know how much we'll get into it tonight uh, throughout listening to all these songs, but you know, it's interesting you talk about Spotify and and how we haven't really had live music, and we haven't really had like the same type of of uh, music distribution and publishing. Yeah, well, uh, everything got upended. And um, it's interesting how these people have, have been able to uh, write and produce and release um, all of this music in, in the last couple of years. Um, you know, tons of people just doing this. They're kind of rolling their own. Mm-hmm. Just being resourceful. Uh, pretty music video, too. Uh, doesn't look like it had much of a budget. But um, but well, with, no, with what yeah. they had, if if you're yeah, if you if you look it up, basically with a, a couple of spoilers, um, girl walking around in her slip decides to jump into the pool. Then all of a sudden, poof, there's a guy over. Is there a thing? Maybe they're not. Maybe she's just remembering it. But it is. Uh, she's kind of an ingenue. Yeah, she's a little, she's striking. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Um, also, want to mention um, just it, for those people listening. Um, we d- we will post links to videos where uh, available or to Spotify links for all of the music that you're hearing tonight. So make sure you check them out. And um, well, and we're gonna have a playlist on Spotify too, right? We will have a playlist. Oh, and this well. is probably a good time to to re-mention, especially because we have gotten a couple of really kind uh, notes from folks who listen to the show. You can always hit us up at message somebody at gmail dot com. And per um, the the gal who sent us a note la- most recently. Um, they can be suggestions for things that you'd love to hear, or if you just have um, some some thoughts. So you know, anyway, advice. Or if you disagree with what we say about something. Oh, that's not. That's allowed. It sure. happened. Yeah, Mark, what you got for us? So uh, I found this band through um, KUTX. Uh, this is a, uh, a a really uh, not. They're not really brand spanking new, but um, they they are uh, really kind of just breaking a uh, band from Brooklyn. Uh, they're called Geese, and uh, we're going to hear a cut from them called Low Era. Some are born with the psychic reflection, catastrophic when they go in the street. 
Uh, that was there was a lot going on. In there that was a video. lot going on in that 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 uh, that song reminds me of some of the types of stuff that you remember when I first moved to Austin, Ryan, and we would go see sets and that like some of those some of those bands like that looks like that would be a fun act to see live. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. I was yeah, like, I are they so. touring? Because I want I want to check them out. Yeah. yeah, that song has a little boogie in it. It does. Yeah, <laughs> you know, not on your finger either. No, no, the other it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, um, good Lord. I, I, one of the, one of the articles I looked at, you know, it said that they, they definitely have some influence from deer hunter. Um, I hear a lot. I can of, hear that. Yeah. I hear a lot of, um, a friend of mine, James Hall, who was in Mary, my hope, um, just kind of really in the vocals and the, and that chorus, um, it really, it really I was, moves. I was not shocked. They were from Brooklyn though. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and they're all like 18, 19 year olds. And, uh, apparently, Whoa. apparently, I mean, they've been playing together since early high school, but apparently they, uh, they started, they went to the, uh, studio to record this album thinking that they would just release this put it on the, out on their own they'd, yeah they'd release it self-release it then break up and go off to college um but in in the midst of recording they they got picked up to a label and is so, there anybody we've heard of um uh partisan records um who uh also carry fontaine's dc that's a big deal mm, yeah at some point we will talk about them that's been on hold for better part of two years that's true it's only getting more ripe. That's right. It's getting better. Yeah, I've been marinating yeah. this whole time. All right. Um, well, Ryan, why don't you uh, marinate us with uh, your next pick? Yes. Uh, I was driving around in my car here about a year ago and uh, listening to KUTX, as you do, and uh, heard this song, and I was like, that's pretty good, but this band really fucking likes Sonic Youth a lot. And it turns out it was Thurston Moore who was actually <laughs> in that band at one point. Um, anyhow, why don't we check it out? It's called uh, Hashish. Uh, it's on the album By the Fire. Hashish by Thurston Moore. Yeah. 
Yeah, Hashish uh, by Thurston Moore. Uh, one of those things that I kind of like this with most music. I just remember if I like the song, I remember like where I was driving because most of the time I'm driving when, and I actually pulled into a parking lot to Shazam this and was like, man, I got to figure out who this band is. And then comes up Thurston Moore. I'm like, oh yeah, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy, that would be like, the, the impression that I got listened to that track, I was like, that would be like, if Lou Reed said, I'm going to put something out and just not tell anybody it's yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. And then you heard it and he'd be like, well, well, clearly who, who else could it be? Yeah. Like, yeah. anyway, yeah, I dig that track. Like, uh, and clearly, clearly like it sounds exactly like uh Thurston Moore. Track. It reminds me of, uh, like in this, uh, pitchfork review, they, they bring up a, a song on a, a thousand leaves called Sunday, but the, what it reminded me of was one of my favorite Sonic Youth songs, uh, "Bull in the Heather." Mm. Uh, oh yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, Pitchfork gave it a seven point eight, which is high for them. Yeah. Uh, and it says, "I.e., using a pop- apocalyptic noise to achieve a, a, an ecstatic peace, while reminding us that the punks and hippies were always on the same side." So I don't know. Oh it's kind God. of a flowery yeah. way to say they liked <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> well, I mean, come be- on. Between that video and the geese video, it looks like I picked the wrong week to stop taking mushrooms. Right. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah, that was a psychedelic uh, journey. Yeah. Uh, no, I really dug the track. Um, you know, definitely. I mean, has Sonic Youth written all, all over, over it. it? Yeah, just um, doesn't have uh, and it, what's and your it, face. It, it also like I, I Kim kept Gordon. I kept thinking as I was listening to it too that like there might have been some producer that came in and tried to start doing stuff with it, and he was like, "No, no, fuck off." Mm-hmm. I just feel like we're just going to do it this way. I feel like like if there was that like one of those Maury Povich shows where they were like, who is the father? (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't have to take the test. No, there would be just no other guy. It'd just be Thurston Moore sitting over there going like, I did it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Audience wouldn't be surprised at all. (laughs) Did I ever tell you that? I I think I told that. When you were on Maury Povich, you found out you weren't the father? No, it was not a paternity (laughs) test, but the first haircut that I got in Austin, I think I told this story a long time ago on the show. So I apologize. But if you're new, you'll enjoy this. I'll tell it fast. (laughs) Uh, the the very first haircut I ever got in Austin, I was not sure that the lady was going to do a good job. And so I brought it. This is so stupid. I brought it a photo of myself with a new haircut. So, <laughs> I, so I do she, that every time. So she would do you really? Just yeah. Pick this guy. Yeah. No, I, 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 I got, like, a, got a haircut <laughs> from this guy I'd been going to for five years. He moved to Denver. So I had my then girlfriend take like shots of my head from various angles. And now I show it every time I go to various? somebody new. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe we are yeah. related. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but this, this, um, this lady was uh, Romanian and English was not her first language and she didn't appear to be that comfortable in it. And so she's looked at that picture like a lot, like a lot, like too much. And uh, <laughs> and then she wheels me around and she's cutting my hair slowly and awkwardly. And I see at that time was the what was the largest television screen I'd ever seen in my life. It was like 60 inches. Mm-hmm. This is like 1999. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she had... Uh, I guess it was the Jerry Springer show on it and it was blaring. I had nowhere to go. She's looking at that picture of me and then looking back at my head and then trying to, and, and I was like, this, Jerry I, was Springer like and- I was like, all this is going to be a disaster. And it was like four <laughs> times too loud anyway. But I sit all the way through the haircut and we get to the end of it and they're getting to the end of that show. 
and they do this the it's the part where they start taking questions from the audience and this guy raises his hand i swear to god this is was his question he said uh he said or this is it was his lead in he said I have a question for the cross-eyed lady with the two midgets. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was Probably like, a lot I was of like well, that was worth it. So yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter how the haircut turns out. Now. No, I don't. Yeah. As I recall, it was fine. But um, uh, anyway, I, it's such a weird story. I, I'll make this quick, but I yeah. have another haircut story. It's when I was living with you when you first moved down here. Um, I used to just there was I would just go wherever it was cheap and get my hair cut, which didn't always work out for me. Uh, but I went to a place where all of the, um, the hairdressers were uh, like Mexican and only spoke Spanish, like no English, uh, which is fine. You know, you just kind of seven bucks, like just do this, whatever. Yeah. Um, she was using clippers on my hair. She got about halfway through and the power went out. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like what's going on and like nobody can tell me because they don't speak english oh yeah yeah it, it, i think it stayed off about 10 minutes and finally came back but uh, uh yeah that's a predicament you don't necessarily yeah my spanish is in. my spanish is just just enough that they would probably get that i was in some distress <laughs> you know, like, right. like um okay yeah uh thank you for the thirst and more uh happy to help it was enjoyable yeah all right, so um, you're up next. Yeah, so the the track that we're gonna hear next is um, is from an act called Milo, which is the um, that's what you have next, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's a musical project of a nineteen um, year old artist in Minneapolis. Is his name Milo? No, but we'll we'll get into that in just a second. I fell down, tripping over mistakes I can see. Find out it catches up before you know it. All I know it's simply as it goes, it's simply as we know, it's simply as we go where we go. Winona, that's uh, that's the track by Milo with an E. Yeah, with an E, which is the musical namesake of Bobby Cabello, who's a 19-year-old um, Minneapolis. He's a he's from the con- originally from the Congo. Okay, he, I was, he, he was an MSP. I, I was going to ask you if you like you knew he was an African American gentleman or he, not. He is uh, an African American gentleman. Yeah, he's no, he's great, and um, I love that song. Man, I love that. It's song. really good. It's really great. Yeah, and so I was reading up a little bit on it, and he said that part of the reason, uh, like with, and I don't know his whole. Uh, canon, uh, but I really uh, I came across that song and really fell hard for it, and I just love it to pieces. But he talked about the fact I I know some people in Minneapolis, and one of the things that they have always uh, the you know the joke is like summer is the nicest two weeks of the year, mm-hmm. like and there's a whole part of that city that's underground, like like it's a like because it's because often it's so cold, so cold, and so part of what he talked about was like. That his family moved from the Congo to to 
It's probably a rude awakening. Well, yeah. Uh, and so he was like... It's um, mostly like Scandinavians that live in that part of the country, uh, I think. Y- yeah, I do think that there's some melting pot going on, but like, mm-hmm. um, but for sure, uh, very different than, than where he was born. And so uh, part of what he talked about was like just this whole like waiting around for things to thaw. And that, that, that um, you know, it's that sort of... It's like this is the only this is just from the top of my like so you you hear artists in West Texas sometimes where I've spent a lot of time like talk about how when there's not as much to do that like that's when you when you get your creative wheels turning and so mm-hmm. that was the impression that I got it was like can't go outside can't go screw around like I'm gonna Might lean as well into the music write some music yeah but anyway I I really like that track so yeah, that, that video was uh, very socially distant. <laughs> It's it's very socially distant. That's that's a good point. I didn't think about. Yeah, there was not. I think it was just him through the whole thing, wasn't it? Around with a Fender Strat, like in a parking garage. So I was wondering, like, uh, figuratively, not literally. Yeah, is his wine owner rider our wine owner rider? Well, I think that it was a uh, like it it was. uh, If you listen to that lyric, it was. It was a it was an intentional double entendre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, it could be. Yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, also perhaps not. Kid, kids his age, I mean, my my they, uh, have, they have a different experience. With my my Winona Winona Rider is oh. from Heather's. Well, yeah. his Winona Rider is probably from Stranger Things. Exactly. That's yeah. kind of where I was going with that. Yeah, yeah. Heather's Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, what was the Onion article? It was like. Um, uh, when owner writer finally agrees to let Gen X have sex with her, yeah, oh. 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 <laughs> that's so classy. Uh, raised by musical parents who met through the church choir during college and taught him to play the piano at the age of six. Man. So it sounds like he's just he's always just had a chops. Prodigy. Yeah. Clearly, po- clearly a talented he'll, kid. He'll take over South by in probably. Yeah, I'm sure this year. Anyway, that's Milo. Oh, fantastic. Thanks for that one, Kevin. Sure. Uh, so uh, this next uh, cut that I'm going to play, uh, I don't really know much about this band. Um, this is another KUT- KUTX uh, discovery that I, I just heard yesterday. So I haven't had a, a chance to do much digging on them, but I really do dig this track. Uh, the, the band is called La Luz, um, and uh, this what we're going to listen to is called The Pines. So that's uh, the band La Luz from either Seattle, Washington, or Los Angeles. I'm not sure. 
Um, I'm getting conflicting information here, but uh, their song. We'll just uh, say Vines. West Coast. It says Los Angeles via Seattle. Okay. So, yeah, so, they started in Seattle and they're in Los Angeles now. That makes sense. All right. That was, an, it, that was an entertaining fucking video. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that video was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, and, and check it out at your leisure. But it's uh, it's it's essentially set up like a karaoke uh in the in the style of La Luz, yes, <laughs> yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah. At one point, uh, one of the uh, karaoke participants, who I assume is a band member, is drinking like an off-brand Big Gulp. Yeah, <laughs> the giant sip. Giant sip. <laughs> like, is that was that. that what it was called? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, amazing. But yeah, really, really cool. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know where that they apparently might be touring now. So. Um, I really like the. It was buried a little bit in the mix, but I really like the guitar work in that. You yeah. know, it's it's almost no, like too. like a little bit too. like um like a haunting surf vibe or something. They will actually be at uh, Cheer Up Charlie's on the 29th. Cool. So, if you're in Austin, you have a chance to check them out. They get uh they get uh noted as a surf rock duo, although there were three of them, so I'm not sure what's happening. <laughs> maybe with one that. of them's just one of their buddies. <laughs> yeah, the other one's not really into surf rock. Well for a minute there it looked like maybe <laughs> yeah. they had a bez. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> just like do, like do one. you need to explain what a bez is again? Uh, it's like yeah. a while. Yeah. 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 For those of you uh for those of you in certain parts of uh our audience that uh, Bez was a member of the, technically a member of the Happy, Happy Mondays. Mondays. But he was like their hype man or something. Yeah. <laughs> and so he would get on say he never had an instrument. He would, maybe, it, would he have a tambourine? Every now and then he'd have a tambourine. Yeah. But, but essentially he'd just get up and dance around and, uh, and, and yeah, people were like, what is that? What's he doing? Yeah. Other than, <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. So, and he would get credited on the records. Yeah. Like, like a that, full-fledged member of the band. I, like, a, I don't know if he received royalties or anything, but. Uh, sure. Was there an instrument attributed to him or anything? Tambourine. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. He was Mr. Tambourine Man. I mean, I guess. I once um, compared Bez to, um, there was a guy in Brian Jonestown Massacre who was just, every now and then would hit a tambourine or something, and I you know, I met Anton later on that night, and I mentioned that, oh, that guy kind of reminded me of Bez, and he's like, don't tell him that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, oh, I sent oh. you... Maybe it was I sent you or uh, I think I sent it to you uh, a tweet from Anton that from this week where it just it just said I give Pitchfork a zero point zero. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe he's got new workout. But um, that's a pretty good review. Yeah, he's never uh, he's never short on sharing his uh, mistake. Yeah. The other thing that we just uh, uh, the other thing that we haven't talked about that I will briefly sidebar on is that I read, you know, ACL just ended here, Austin city limits fest. The second weekend just was just over. And I noticed a Facebook post from Andy Langer, who former music editor for, or music writer for uh, Esquire. And has written for a bunch of different music publications. Anyway, one of the things, and he's covers coverage ACL every year. And one of the things that he was saying was like, there was a sharp divide between uh, younger attendees and and people who have kind of grown up with ACL, mm -hmm. and so which, and to his credit, I think he said he was like, "That's good." Like they actually they paid. So he was talking about oh, like uh, like two acts that would get put up against each other, and one of them would be like a he was like. Phoebe Bridgers played 
And he's like, that actually, she kind of slotted more with like legacy yeah. acts than some of these new. And so the newer well, this acts. This is like her third appearance, I think. Something like yeah. that. But yeah, like the, the newer acts were really outdrawing when they, when they were set up head to head, were outdrawing some of these established acts. And some of that, his supposition was that like he believed that some of that was because of COVID and just some folks with, you know, who were a little bit more concerned about trying to get together in that kind of setting just yeah. didn't go. Us older folk are frail. I know exactly. Mm-hmm. It's the, you know, our, our wispy exteriors. That's right. And, uh, wan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This quite is, wan. Is that my, I'm just all, it's all just uh, wonton noodles up here. Like we're <laughs> yes. just, it's, I'm, I could, I could fracture at any moment, but anyway, uh, but anyway, I, I thought that that was a really interesting observation. And his take was like, it is, it's good in that they, sh- they have done a, a pretty good job with that festival of both recognizing the legacy of, of what that has, that has been. And then at the same time, plugging in and booking some acts that aren't going to appeal to those folks. And so anyway, it's a, it's Just a weird line. Bringing to a new walk. blood. Yeah, kind of. Anyway. All right. Uh, who's next? Uh, I am. Right, I am. We're, do it. We're Get in there. Through our show. Go. So, matter of fact, uh, hang on. Let me pull this up. I, I keep forgetting what this song is called. I shazammed it a little while back, and I really enjoyed it. And it is. Uh, it's by a band called Calliope Musicals, uh, and uh, Moon Chaser is the song. Uh, and real quick, I'll just drop an anecdote. Uh, so I had Shazam this and, you know, today we're getting ready to come over here and I'm, uh, I was like, man, I should look these guys up, you know, have a little bit of, you know, something to talk about and I wonder where they're from. And, uh, they're from Austin turns uh. out. So anyway, yeah. Uh, Calliope musicals with, uh, moon chaser. Musicals, Moon Chaser. They don't, it doesn't prominently feature that title in it. It does have some good advice in it. Uh, it's a, what is it? A, it's a waste of the future if you don't change. Or no, it's a waste of the past if you don't change. It's a waste of the future. I don't know. Somewhere you got to learn from your mistakes or something. Et cetera, et cetera. That's third, third chorus. You know, you get it. Uh, I I dig the song. That was really good. Um, I I did notice that their um, it it looks like their website, um, uh, calliopemusicals dot com, uh, content is uh, copyright twenty twenty three. So this band is <laughs> forward thinking. Yeah, it is, yeah. It is a waste to the future. Yeah, I had thought this had come out um, sometime last year, but it got uploaded to Spotify. This comes from a five song EP. Uh, called Between Us, but that didn't get loaded up to Spotify until April of this year. So, who knows? Yeah, it, uh, from what I from what I could see, it was a it was an April release 
for this. Yeah. But I'm kicking myself that I haven't seen them. Uh, just goes to show I just haven't been seeing enough live music. Man, based uh, on the pictures that I'm seeing online uh, of their live stuff. They, very, very, they apparently, they, they have a heavy visual component to their shows. They look like, like they would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Or it like sounds like they would be a lot of fun. Uh, throw confetti. Apparently, an alien um, shows up at some point. Um, anyway, song's good. Like, uh, you know, got a little bit of 80s going on, a little bit of like psychedelia, certainly some pop. They characterize themselves as psychedelic party folk. So, take that as you may. Yeah. No, I thought, I thought it was a buoyant tune. Was buoyant. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> bouncy. It was, it was, there was some bouncing going on. I do think that would be, a, they'd be a fun show to see live. Like maybe if nothing else, maybe we'll just make a list of uh, of acts that we need to to go see once you can go see stuff. Seriously, I really somewhere in the middle there, like like the it wasn't necessarily a backbeat for the rest of the song, but it was it was kind of a very loose beat. Mm -hmm. Right there in the middle, like everything started hitting on that downbeat, Mm -hmm. and it it was it was quite a a distinct change in the pace of the song well evidently they're kind of a buzzy band uh the article that i've been had pulled up is actually from a boston publication uh so anyway they're they're doing it so doing it yep yeah and i was was a fine selection i was happy with it what you got for us kev all right so this is uh this is track from an la band called wallows they um now if, if you if you uh take a journey in the Wayback machine all the way to april 2017 they had a this is which is not the track that pre, we're gonna listen pre, to pre-pandemic pre-pandemic that pp the earlier the uh, yeah the four days pp right exactly uh they they had a they had a song called pleaser that tracked on the um spotify global viral 50 chart which i guess are like 50 hot tracks or whatnot so anyway i listened to that song it sounds nothing like what we're about to hear um and if anything like uh, we'll talk about la bands on the back side of this song but we're gonna um we're gonna listen to a track called okay and they have a they have uh guest vocals from uh from an artist named uh, remy wolf and we'll talk a little bit about her too but this is wallace Sometimes the stuff that happens in before we're rolling again is. is, (laughs) I ask Kevin, uh, what's that song called again? He goes, okay. And I was like, all right. (laughs) Anyway, uh, that song for me is a total earworm. It's okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, actually, this is what the band looks like. (laughs) <laughs> like a <laughs> 70s country album? Well, uh, apparently there was a another band called Willow 
that uh, they must have been Swedish. Okay, well that's uh, well that's wallow that we're wallows. looking for. Wallows. Oh, plural. Oh, wallows, not willow. No, no, no. Oh, something it's else also, entirely. Yeah, oh, that was. There's also a film of the. the yeah, yeah. not any of <laughs> I those was things. All, I was thinking all willow. It's not a tree. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Yeah, no, they. Uh, so, they, it. With the with my limited exposure to their uh, again to their canon that like it seems like these guys are uh, are good at turning out the pop confections. Well, yeah, I gathered. Uh, you know what, man? That song sounds good. It was like engineered well. Oh yeah, no, it's like, um, and I'm sure adult Pro Tools had a lot to do with it or something. But like that technology's gotten really good, uh, and like it just it just sounds really polished. And I don't know anything about their recording budget or anything, but it just sounds good. Not ironically, it, it kind of reminded me of OK Go. There you go. Okay, yeah. Well, and I did think uh, video wise, like there's so much going on lyrically in that track that yeah. it's like if you guys if you watch the video, it is literally it like it just helps you keep up with everything that's going on mm-hmm. uh, lyrically. It was, it was helpful. It was helpful. But anyway, yeah. No, I think that song's a hoot and a half, and it's like I find so uh, we haven't really talked about this, but uh, you know, here we are in October. I'm still kind of lamenting the the passing of summer a little mm-hmm. and so tracks like like this one uh helped me hang on to a little bit of that stuff and then and i don't know enough of um uh, remy wolf is not part of the band but she um she is a uh, she's an up-and-coming another up-and-coming california artist and i think that she was doing some like anyway she's woven in there somewhere um and has a uh, has her major label debut uh, called I'm Allergic to Dogs Out on Island Records. So she's going places right. too. Anyway, that's fun. Fun act. Uh, wallows. Wallows, not Willow. Wallows. Willow. <laughs> Willow like a Jim Henson movie from the 80s? Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, no, uh, that's, a, that's a fun track. So yeah, those are just, those are three of the things that I have been listening to over... Uh, over pandemic times, I would say unsurprising on all three, but you know, quality stuff. Yeah, yeah. All, all right. right. Did you think I was going to come in here with Indian chance? Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Gregorian or, chance. Or Gregorian yeah, sure. tape of Indian chance. Yeah. Did the? <clears throat> do, we'll just uh, play the old Steve Martin bit. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to wrap it up with a familiar name. Uh, is it Ryan? It is. It is Ryan. No, actually, uh, uh, for my last pick, uh, Lucy Dacus has got some some new stuff recently. Here. Oh yeah, she's great. So um, I wanted to pick one of the tracks that they're uh, spinning pretty heavy here locally, uh, probably elsewhere as well, um, and that is uh, her single called "Hot and Heavy." Being back here makes me hot in the face. Hot blood in my pulsing veins Heavy memories weighing on my brain Hot and heavy in the basement of your parents' place You used to be so sweet Now you're a firecracker on a crowded street Couldn't look away even if I wanted Try to walk away but I come back to the start
Well, Mark, I really that's great. Really, that might be my favorite Lucy Dacus song. Yeah, the production on that song is amazing. the The layered vocals, just the it's does it's she sound full? D- does she sound like she would be in a band with Phoebe Bridgers and uh, Julian Baker? <laughs> yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, it totally does. I and I saw them on some late night talk show. I think it was Kimmel or something like a couple of years ago. And yeah, they're, yeah, they're good. They're really so great. They, anyway, yeah, they work well together, writing and singing. But that is, um, that's some really good stuff. I will say that of everything that we played tonight, that's the one that Shane is going to be sad that he wasn't here to talk about. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. sure he's sad about. Well, I mean, to some extent, about the whole thing because you know that dude like. Email or text me at least once a month, like uh, exclaiming over text, like how great this band I've never heard of is. He listens more new music than all of us put together. Yeah, I need to check. He may have actually, uh, he may have actually stuff texted in. this Lu- Lucy Dickus, uh song to me when it when it first came out. He sent uh, me stuff of so hers ago. before, but I, I, yeah, that that trick that uh, song was terrific, and I really like it. What's up with all the blue hoodies? Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of meta going on in that video. Yeah, um, like I think, actually, uh, clearly some some actual home movies of of her childhood are included in that. Some and then that. I think I could be wrong. I don't know. I'll I'll ask her if I ever get to talk to her. But I think some of the audience members at the near the end of that video were actually family members that you saw earlier. In the home movies. Well, and the and the hoodies are just ways of showing how even when we're different, we're all kind of the same. Oh, we'll Whoa. go with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe it's like a Heaven's Gate <laughs> cult <laughs> type thing. There at the end. <laughs> oh, now we get to drink Kool-Aid? What yeah. happened? Yeah. Anyway, hey. yeah. So uh, that's that's it for our... Uh, our mixtape. Yeah, no, this, yeah. this was fun. It was good to see you guys. We knocked the cobwebs off. Yeah, let's let's yeah. do this again in two years. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and uh, also, uh, please do find the uh, great lost episode if you would, Mark. Yeah, we, uh, we we do have an episode that we recorded and it hasn't been released. Been in the can for like two years. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's aging like wine. What, what uh, uh, mental health issues and divorce will will do to. Yeah, good times. Well, the the world's had plenty of stuff going on. I guess one thing that I did want to do is like maybe at least set the expectation for the audience too. Like, we'll probably get together. Uh, We our intent is to to get back and try and record again more often. Certainly, Um, we'll drop these as we can. Uh, But uh, but it was good to see you guys and and nice to pick up where we left off. Definitely was. Faux show. And thanks for listening, everyone. Glad you stuck with us, or glad you're new. And uh, lest we forget, in lieu of Shane, I'm Kevin. I'm Ryan. I'm Mark. This is Somebody Likes It.